Hey there, Pearlside Small Group Leaders. Thank you for joining us for another Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you prepare to lead your small group. Uh, This is Billy Lyle, and uh, I get to walk through our small group guide this week and hopefully give you some tips to uh, prepare for your small group this week. Well, um, you know, we just began a series last week, uh, Made for Greatness, and we've been looking at the life of David in the Bible. And, you know, one of the things about David that I think is significant is when he was young, you know, he would have probably never thought that he was called to any greatness. If you remember from last week, he wasn't even invited to the dinner with the prophet Samuel, just out there tending the sheep, feeling insignificant, uh, but God saw something significant in him. It wasn't about what people thought about him it, what that mattered. It was what God saw in him that mattered. And so therefore, our faithfulness to God is really what's most important, not about impressing people or trying to please people. It's about trying to please God. And when God sees that, he can promote us and sets us up for greatness. And and uh, and that's that, that's one of the real key things about this series. And this past week, we looked at the, the point in David's life or the moment in David's life where he defeats Goliath. And, uh, you know, he said something really interesting um, that set up this moment where he fought Goliath. And in the discussion guide and in the message, we all looked at this scripture from 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 34 to 37, where it says, David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Such an awesome scripture, but it gives us an insight into David's mindset. And what prepared David for this amazing, defining moment of defeating Goliath, it was the small moments of tending his father's sheep. It wasn't training like a warrior. It was doing the mundane, seemingly small and insignificant task of tending to sheep that prepared him to face Goliath. And uh, there are three truths uh, there in the discussion guide as well as in our sermon that that we looked at. First of all, we are made for greatness through having the heart of a servant. I love how David started off by saying, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. Now think about this. By the time this happened, David had already been anointed king. He had been anointed king, and, and depending on you know, what historian you look at, this, this event of fighting Goliath happened three to five years after he was anointed king. So for three to five years, he was serving Saul in Saul's court. He was Saul's armor bearer. And he was delivering food for his brothers. Um, He was basically an Uber Eats driver, right? I mean, he was doing all of these seemingly mundane things, tending sheep, right? Serving Saul, serving his brothers. But all of that prepared him for what was about to come, this significant moment of fighting Goliath. And um, if we want to prepare, as we prepare for the great things God has for us, we have to start off with the heart of a servant. And David definitely embodied that. The second truth we see is faithfulness is in insignificant moments prepares us for the significant moments of life. It was the insignificant moments of tending sheep and fighting off the lion and the bear that prepared him for the significant moment of facing Goliath. Now, I don't know about you, if I ever got attacked by a lion or a bear, I would consider that a pretty significant moment. But nonetheless, it paled in comparison to the significant moment of facing Goliath, by the way, in full view of the entire Israelite army. By the way, with the stakes of if you lose this battle, all of Israel will be slaves to the Philistines. I mean, there is no bigger significant moment than that, I, I can imagine, talking to the king about this, right? 
but it was the insignificant moments that prepared him. And, and many times we look at insignificant moments of our lives of just doing the mundane stuff, going to school, going to work, taking care of our kids, um, you know, whatever, interacting with people in the community. Like, how could this possibly be preparing me? But the way that we are faithful in those moments certainly does prepare us. God sees all the things done even in the insignificant moments. And then the third thing, of course, is significant moments are conquered through the perspective of faith in God. At the end of the day, David realized it's faith in God. It's God that's going to deliver me, not my own uh, ambitions or my own strengths. And so as we get to the discussion questions here, share what God is highlighting to you from the weekend sermon, main thought, and or scriptures above. And you know, as I was preparing for this sermon myself, one of the biggest things that stood out to me was just that how God takes these insignificant moments and uses it to shape us. You know, I was reflecting back to, um, you know, when I was just a, a, a high school and college student, and all of the, the small things that I had to do in, in in the church serving God that prepared me. You know, I remember when I was one of the first duties that I was given uh, was to be in charge of our kids. Right, I, I took over the kids' church, or or they put me in charge of uh, this group of like seven to ten uh, elementary school kids, and uh, I learned so much in ministering to them. And uh, to be honest, I didn't really want to because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing for one, and I, you know, would rather hang out with my friends for two. But, but you know, being with them, I learned how to lead worship. I learned how to teach the Bible. I learned how to lead a group and, and all that. And it seemed like an insignificant thing, but God really used that to shape me. Um, I was also for a long time in charge of uh, packing up our, our cube van with equipment and making sure that things got set up in the morning. And, and that seemed like... It seemed like hell, can I just be honest with you? Because sometimes it was really, really hot in that van and, and you know, equipment would like, I had so many holes in my shirts and cuts on my arms and different things from, from that. And, 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 but, but the Lord taught me diligence and patience and faithfulness because there were so many times I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be there. But the Lord always challenged me in those moments, who are you doing this for? Or who are you serving? Are you doing this for me? Because uh, you're certainly not doing it for yourself, because you don't want to do this. But, but it really, it really instilled in me that I'm doing this for God. I'm, I'm here to serve God. And there's just a lot of things that were formed through those seemingly insignificant moments that I now look back on and say, "Wow, I wouldn't be where I am if not for those." Um, but God, you know, He looks at those moments. And what are the seemingly insignificant moments in your life that you feel like, you know, why am I doing this? Um, what, what's the point of all this? Maybe the question we should be asking is, God, how are you shaping me through these insignificant moments? What are you teaching me about character? What are you teaching me about faith? What are you teaching me about perseverance? And, and even what skills could you be developing in me through those seeming insignificant moments? Uh, because one day, like David, killing the lion and the bear will result in being able to face Goliath with confidence. And maybe these insignificant moments that you're dealing with right now, or people in our groups are dealing with, God is going to use that. Not maybe, He is going to use that for something greater later on if we're faithful in it. You know, one of the sad things, you know, you hear now is this whole idea of quiet quitting. I don't know if you heard about that, but where people, they go to work, but they just kind of phone it in. You know what I mean? They just kind of half, you know, okole their jobs. They don't even try because they, they don't really care. That's not being faithful to God, right? That's certainly not being faithful, and that's certainly not going to build anything of worth in our soul for the greater things later on. We have to do everything as if we're doing it for the Lord, right? Colossians says, and, and uh, I think if we look at life that way, the insignificant moments will let, will lead to significant victories later on in the future. And so the second question, you know, says share about a past or present situation where you feel you are doing things that seem insignificant on the surface. How can God use it for his purpose? This would be a great opportunity for people to reflect. You know, what are those seemingly insignificant things that I'm doing? You know, taking care of my kids or, you know, I know a lot of parents are homeschooling or just working in a job that seems like a dead end and, and a meaningless job. What could God be trying to teach us in those moments? 
right? Maybe it's even just to bring us in proximity with people that he wants us to reach out to or people to pray for and minister to. But maybe there are skills that are being gained, right, along the way, character formation and all that. Let's invite people to really reflect and, and maybe ask questions. If people say, oh, I don't know, you know, well, what could you be learning? Who could he be bringing you around? What opportunities could he be pointing you to? Uh, through these seemingly insignificant moments. And then the last question, I think this would be a good one because um, all of us are facing giants at some level, but are you currently facing any giants in your life that bring fear and intimidation? Identify a past experience that God has brought you through to, to help you to have faith to face this current giant. So are there any giants in your life that you're facing? Like what kind of challenges are you facing? We may not be facing a literal Goliath right now, but there are all kinds of different giants that we face in our lives. The economy it could be a giant right now. Employment, maybe. Maybe a health situation. I mean, we all face the COVID giant together, right? And it can easily bring fear. I mean, think about the fact the Israelite army was hiding in caves when Goliath came out. Sometimes we're hiding in fear and intimidation, um, but that's where we have to sometimes reflect on the, the past victories that can give us faith to face this current victory. And take a moment and allow, allow the people in our groups to reflect on that. And of course, make sure we take time to pray for one another because these giants in our lives, uh, when God gives us victory, will give faith to a lot of other people as well. But create opportunities where people can share about the giants that they're facing. And again, that's why we want to break into smaller groups. Three to four is a good size so that everyone feels safe to share about those giants and everyone has time to share about those giants. And we can make sure that we encourage and pray for one another through that. And of course, don't forget the prayer points at the bottom. Pray for one another to be faithful to God by being faithful to the small things and to conquer any present area of fear. And of course, pray for someone who is far from God to be drawn to a life of greatness for God. I think this can be a really great conversation in our small groups, creating room to process uh, the, the mundane stuff of life, but also to process the giants that we're facing. And let's encourage one another, because whatever situation we're, fa- we're going through, whether it's a, a mundane thing or a giant that's standing in front of us, God is preparing us for this. And when we look to Him, like David said, that, that the Lord will give me victory. The same Lord that delivered me in the past will deliver me today. And you know what a, con- a conviction we can all have is? The same Lord that delivered David from the law, paw of the lion, and the paw of the bear, and from the hand of Goliath can deliver us as well. And let's encourage one another. There's no giant, there's no Goliath, there's no lion, no bear bigger than our God. Amen. And if we're faithful to him, he can help us to overcome whatever is standing in our way. Amen. Let's be a people of faith this week. Let's encourage one another in our groups. Have a great week. Have a great conversation. And let's challenge and encourage one another for the greatness that God has created for all of us. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you.